All right, so let's learn. Okay, so, um, so last week we uh, began a little bit of another subject within the writings of the Toldos Yaakov Yosef, and the truth is it's just, in general, the writings of Hasidus, which is the Indian of saying L'Shem Yichud before you do a mitzvah, before you daven, L'Shem Yichud Kishavrich So, and we, we, I mentioned last week how this was uh, the concept of saying L'Shem Yichud, that I'm about to do this mitzvah for the sake of uniting Hashem's name, you know, some, what sounds like very, you know, heavy and Kabbalistic ideas, which it is. So we saw last week that such a concept of saying that before you do a mitzvah is mentioned in the Zohar Kaddish. It's expounded upon in the writings of the Rizal. And I, I, we didn't see this last week, but I mentioned last week that the Rashash, the great Sephardish uh, Shemokobo, Shalom Shirabi, really codifies the Nusach of what L'Shem Yichud is supposed to be. And so amongst the Mekubalim, this is always a thing to say L'Shem Yichud. But I mentioned last week that the, the Baal Shem Tov was Masak and that by, you know, by the Chassidim it became like a very big thing that every single Jew should say L'Shem Yichud before you do a mitzvah, before you daven and so on. And it became a major point of contention between the Chassidim and the Masnagdim. We mentioned last week that there's a famous tshuva for the Night of Behuda, which is probably within uh, halachic responsa is probably the starkest thing against, against uh, Chassidim. Right, the famous uh, thing that he played on a pasuk, uh, you know, um, um, well, how does it go? Tzadikim, uh, what's the beginning of the pasuk? No, Tzadikim Yikashul, no, Tzadikim Yelchubam, huh? I can't, whatever. Tzadikim Yelchubam, Tzadikim going the ways of the Torah, and instead of, and and, and he, Chasidim Yikashulbam. That was the paraphrase of the Pasuk. It's a nice view them. Anyway, so it became a big point of contention. So last week, again, just to chazer for a second, last week we explained how the reason why this was such a, an Indian by Chassidim to hold on to was because L'Shem Yichud teaches you and L'Shem Yichud brings to a person's consciousness that what you're about to do, which is a physical mitzvah, is way beyond just the physical act. That's what L'Shem Yichud really means. We talked about this in detail, that the word mitzvah is really yud Vavke with the first two letters in Atbash, sort of yud is hidden behind the letters Mehmet Sadi. We talked about that, whatever that meant. But that was the basic takeaway, is that, that Hasidus was coming to teach even the average Jew, the, mo- the most uh, ignorant Jew, that what you're doing is more than meets the eye. It looks like you're just lighting Shabbos candles, it looks like you're just giving tzedakah, it looks like you're just putting on tefillin, but really that's just one dimension of what you're doing. By putting on tefillin, by doing that physical act, you're activating and you're really, you're really uh, uh, active on much higher levels than just what your eyes see. And that's what L'Shem Yichud is trying to bring to the person's consciousness when you're doing the mitzvah, that this is just the tip of the iceberg. And that's a major element of what Hasidus brings to the world. That's what L'Shem Yichud was such a major point. So along those lines... I want to uh, learn with you tonight uh, a little bit going into what are some of those elements, what are some of those things that um, sort of deeper layers of a mitzvah that we should be conscious of when we're doing the mitzvah. In other words, when we, again, like an example, putting on tefillin, whatever, you name the mitzvah. So the, the, the side of the mitzvah that we're all aware of, which is the physical act of putting on tefillin, uh, giving tzedakah, you're aware of the physical act of giving tzedakah. That's the side of the mitzvah that we are aware of. But again, as I said, L'Shem Yichud reveals to us that there's higher dimensions to that mitzvah than just the physical act. And so what we're going to learn tonight is certain things that we should keep in mind uh, in order to sort of be proactive and be conscious of what else is going on behind the scenes and how many layers is contained in a mitzvah, like how many aspects, um, how, many, how, many lay, how many dimensions of mitzvahs, should, uh, of, any, of any particular mitzvah should we be engaged in and how are we engaged in them. And we'll see it's all contained in L'Shem Yichud. Okay, so in Maramakah number one, this is from a Sefer Michtav Melio. Now this is not the famous Michtav Melio or Leo Dessler. This is a collection of letters that we have written by the great Tzadah Shemukubal, Rabbi Leo Mani. Rabbi Leo Mani was um, at the same time as Ben Ishchai. We're talking about you know late 1800s. So he's a big Sfaradish Mekubal. So this is a, a tshuva that he wrote. I think it's actually a letter to the Ben Ishchai himself, I believe. And he's talking about 
the following idea. Again, I'm not going to go into this too much, but the question that was asked to him, or at least one of the, part of the question was, is that we know according to Arizal, when they do a mitzvah, when they do davening, there's the physical thing that you're doing, and there's also kavanas. There's like, you know, Kabbalistic divine meditations that they're having with divine names and gematrias and all that stuff. So the question that was posed to this Mokobal, to, to Yomani, is what happens f- uh, for a person that doesn't know that stuff and is not thinking kavanas? He's just doing the Pashat act. Is there anything really missing? Like, what's, what's, is there anything that he's not doing because he's not having that in mind? Or is everything happening anyway? It's just that the, the Mokobal is just more conscious of what's happening. Is there any real difference in terms of what's actually happening? So this is what he says. Vim came. He says like this, Misha Isa mitzvah belay kavanas. Person does a mitzvah without any kavanas, not, not Kabbalistic kavanas, and not even simple kavanas, he's just doing the mitzvah. Avada, the mitzvah, is active and it accomplishes without any doubt. This is true. The particular case that he was asked is about when a person does tshuva, we're in Shavim right now, so according to Arizal, when a person does tshuva, there's a certain amount of fast for a particular virus, certain kavanas to have, certain amount of money to give tzedakah for certain things, and a person doesn't know that stuff, he's just doing tshuva, pashat. So he's saying the same thing. Mitzvahs work on their own without you having any Kabbalistic kavanas, and tshuva also works without knowing the ins and outs and uh, the you know, particular regiments of fasting. You do tshuva, it works. Hagiatzmacha says uh, he said like this. I'll, I'll show you an example. Misha zerei eza garim baritz. Let's say you plant a seed in the ground. Veiniyadeich lechus aris markevisos. But you're not a uh, you're not a uh, scientist. You don't know how is it that the that the the earth decomposes or you know breaks down the seed. Umachalas apsel shabai, and the unnecessary part of the seed is consumed in the earth. Whatever is left, the genetic material is then somehow acti- activated by the earth, and now a tree, tree is grown or a plant is grown. Uh, you don't know all that stuff. You're just a pushed farmer. You plant the seed and it grows, right? So you're, you're going to tell me if you don't know that stuff, the, pre, the fruit doesn't grow. You have to know the mechanics of it. Avad not. says Avad. That's not true. It's ridiculous to think that you thing. And he says a little bit. A lot of uh, ignorant Arabs. You know, that's where he was, You know, they're, they're farmers and they plant and uh, things grow. They don't. Have to, they don't know what's going on. They, that's what happens. They don't know the nature of how uh, planting works and so on. You plant and this is the mice that you do and you trust their bonish. We created nature in such a way it works. And to a certain extent, that's how Mrs. work too. You do the deed, you do the act, you do the Misa. Even if you don't know how it works or really what's going on, the Misa works. So far, so good. Ella. But says, or Lazimani, but not really. Ella says, The truth, however, is, The mushal of planting is not exactly the same as doing a mitzvah. Why? Because the truth is, says Rulazarmani, the truth is, is that every mitzvah is multi layered. And whenever you're doing a mitzvah, the physical act of the mitzvah accomplishes, the physical act is the mitzvah in a certain dimension. But there's other dimensions and layers to the mitzvah that are completely mental. So Cesar Lazarmani, when you're doing, when the Torah said, uh, you know, put on tefillin, it didn't. Ju- it means it, 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 it. The act of putting on tefillin is the mitzvah to a certain degree in a certain, certain place, so to speak. But the, putting on tefillin also means something mental as well. And to do a mitzvah bishleimus, do a mitzvah completely on all levels, means to do the act. That's certainly the most important and the most the most vital, but at the same time, putting on tefillin also exists on other dimensions. And to do anachas tefillin in these other more spiritual dimensions, you have to be involved mentally in the mitzvah itself. So to a certain extent, uh, the, the act itself is the most primary and the most important, and even if you're not thinking about what you're doing, that aspect of the mitzvah is 100%. But there are other aspects and other elements of what's going on by a mitzvah that, that, are, that, that the, the act is not the physical thing. It's the mental involvement in the mitzvah. 
So kavanas, there's two levels to what kavanas can do in terms of of being a prerequisite, in terms of being necessary to say that what you did is a mitzvah, unnecessary. The act of the mitzvah, putting on tefillin, for whatever, to whatever degree that is the mitzvah, that's the mitzvah by itself. But there's other dimensions to Hanachas tefillin, which are not physical, they're more mental. And those you're missing without the mental connection to it. And we're going to explain this. We're going to explain this more. This is what he writes. El Shalafi Amis again. The truth is, though, the mushal is not really fit with the nimshal. In the mushal, for example, planting the seed, all there is in, involved in planting is the physical act of planting. And all the mental things that you might know about or not know about in terms of how planting works, it's irrelevant to the act. The act is, is all that, that's going on. But when it comes to giving tzedakah, for example, the act of giving tzedakah is only one dimension of the mitzvah. And there's other dimensions of the mitzvah, other categories, other sides of the mitzvah, which is not the pure act itself. And those, mitzvah, those other dimensions, in order to do them, it's dependent purely on your mind. So whenever you're doing a mitzvah, there's multi-layers to that mitzvah that's taking place. There's the physical side of the mitzvah, which depends on your physical act. And if you do the, mit- the physical side properly, that side of the mitzvah is taken care of 100%. Mm-hmm. But there's also more other elements of the mitzvah which you are doing mentally. And if you don't involve yourself mentally or emotionally, as we'll see in the mitzvah, then those other strata, those other dimensions of the mitzvah are not being activated. So that's what he's talking about here. We'll see. Uh, so he says, because um, the truth is again, hakavanis mesaktas v'mokamechad, the kavanas that you have are being masaki and they're they're fixing they're they're connect they're activating the, the the they are the mitzvah in certain in a certain dimension and the of the physical act is the mitzvah in a different dimension and in the dimension of the physical mitzvah kavanas are namakiv but in the dimension of the kavanas you need kavanas. Now, and to understand this better, look in the L'Shem Yichud that the Rashash uh, codified. In the L'Shem Yichud of the Rashash, you're going to see, says Rebbe Yomani, that there are actually five dimensions to every mitzvah, and the act is only the fifth dimension. And in order to fulfill the mitzvah in the other four dimensions, you have to be more mentally engaged than just the physical act itself. The names of the five dimensions, as we're going to learn tonight, what these five dimensions are, the, 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 this, is, this is the fifth going back up to number one, most, most physical to most spiritual, so to speak, is the following. Misa, it's the physical act. Dibor, it's the speech involved in the mitzvah. Well, again, we're going to explain what, what each one is. Kavana, Machshava, and reuse the liba, the desire of the heart. And those are the five dimensions of a mitzvah. The physical maisa, as long as you do the physical maisa, whether your head's in it or not, whether your heart's in it or not, the is done. In regards to that dimension, it's like planting a seed. But in terms of the other dimensions of dibur, kavana, machshava, and reuse the liba, that's not just a physical act. It's connected to the physical act ultimately, but you have to be mentally engaged on all those dimensions in order for the mitzvah to be completely full in all of its slots. Can you have those in the dimensions No. It has to ultimately be bound to Misa. Misa ultimately is, is it, it exists on its own as one of the five dimensions, and it's also the, 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 the linchpin. It also it concretizes the whole experience. So ultimately, you always need the Misa, but the Misa is only one of the five dimensions. Okay. So we're going to see about that. We're going to see about that exactly. Okay. So in order to explain what these five dimensions are, there's two passages in the writings of the Rizal. One in Shar Gagulim, okay, and one in Shar Hamitzvus, okay. And in the, putting these two, because again, it was one of the one of the most you know um, exhilarating. I don't know. One of the most gishmaka things in learning the Rashash is that is to figure out where he got his ideas from in the writings of the Rizal, because the Rizal is like an ocean, you know? And the Rashash knew that ocean backwards and forwards and inside out, and put it all together and just gave you the finished product. But he doesn't give you the sources where he's getting it all from. So, 
you know, so what we're going to see is there's two pas- passages in the Rizal, and from these two passages, these five dimensions are mentioned, and this is where the Rosh Hashanah is coming from. We'll see. Now we're also going to see, Bez Hashem, with time permitting, you know, Bez Hashem, the Isabel Tanya, that also goes through these five dimensions, although slightly different than the Rosh Hashanah. So these are two different ways from the Baltanya and the Rosh Hashanah how to see these five dimensions, but we'll see. Take a look at Marmok number two, okay? Shar Gugulam. Veda, a person should know. Again, there's going to be a lot of stuff here that we're not going to have time to explain too much, but you'll see. It's good to know a little bit. Veda, you should know. In order for a person's neshama to be complete, it has to fulfill at some point in its lifetimes 613. It has to fulfill all 613. If a soul did not fulfill one of those mitzvahs, there's something deficient, right? The 613 mitzvahs correspond to the 613 parts of the body, right? 248 limbs, 365 sinews, and the neshama parallels the body. So in order for the neshama to be complete, it needs to fulfill 613 mitzvahs. To whatever extent it missed that mitzvah or a certain aspect of that mitzvah, to that extent the neshama is going to be incomplete. That's number one. Principle number two. Gam tzarech sheteida. A person also has to know. Ki ha'adam tzarech l'kayim kol mitzvahs. You have to fulfill all the 613 mitzvahs for the perfection of your neshama in multiple dimensions. B'maysa. That is where he starts listing off the five. The action. So you have to fulfill the physical act of the 613 mitzvahs. The Ignore the numbers. We're going we're we're to get to that later. B'maysa is number one. The chen b'dibor. You have to fulfill the mitzvah in terms of speech. We'll speak about that moment. Al-Derech Masha'am Rozal, and this idea of Torah, of speech, being somehow a dimension of mitzvahs, said that Rizal is hinted to in a famous Gemara. The Gemara says, Kola anyone that studies the laws of a carbon oila, is Kilu it's as if you brought the carbon. So we usually read that, and it's like, okay, Hashem says, listen, there's the mitzvah of bringing an oila. If you can't do it, okay, at least you learned about it. Says the reason, no, what the Gemara means is that that's a dimension of the mitzvah. There's a dimension of the mitzvah which is a physical act of bringing the sacrifice, good. And there's another dimension of the mitzvah which is the Torah, the learning about the mitzvah. That's another dimension of it. That's called the dimension of Dibur, okay? Now, what exactly does that mean to learn about the mitzvah? So this is where we're going to see, just a little bit outside, then we'll see inside together eventually. This is a machlokis between the Rashash and the Balatanya. What does it mean? So again, let, let's go step by step. The first, the, the most basic dimension is the physical act. Okay. That's called giving tzedakah. That's called uh, keeping Shabbos, not eating treif. That's the physical act. Tefillin, whatever. Then the next dimension is dibur. And that somehow, the Rizal is definitely making it clear it's connected to Torah. That learning, somehow Torah is not just its own mitzvah and its own inyan, it is a dimension of every mitzvah. What does that mean exactly? So the Rashash learned, what the Rashash holds is that the meaning of that is, is that every mitzvah, in order to fulfill that dimension that's called dibor, you have to literally verbalize before you do the mitzvah what pasuk this mitzvah is coming from. And this is something that we find in, in the Siddur of the Rashash, before every mitzvah, when he has the L'shem Yichud, in his L'shem Yichud, he'll say, I am now prepared to fulfill the mitzvah of uh, putting on tzitzis. As it says in Pasuk, he'll always quote the Pasuk. We have, you know, let's say, for example, uh, by Sphere Saimer, people say, it says the Pasuk that it's from. And even if you're doing a Darabonim, even if you're doing a rabbinic decree, the Rashash will very often say, I'm about to do the mitzvah of Darabonim of uh, lighting Hanukkah candles, which is connected to the Pasuk that says, that you have to obey Chazal. He'll always bring it back to a Pasuk in Chumash, because according to Rashash, that is a particular dimension of a mitzvah, the Pasuk that the mitzvah is coming from, and the Torah that you're learning, so to speak, by verbalizing that Pasuk. That's the Shita of the Rashash. It goes more, so, so much so that, um, uh, you know, by, by you know, Rav Yaakov Lel, for example, who's uh, from the world of the, the Sfaradish, from Rashash, so he's also a huge guy. So in a lot of, in his Siddurim, so very often what he'll do is, let's say you're doing a mitzvah, and it's Machlekes Rishonim, whether it's Darai Siddur or it's, you know, so he'll say, he'll, he'll, in, his, in his Nusach of L'Shem Yichud, he'll say, I'm about to do this in this mitzvah, which according to some shittis is this plus, according to other shittis is that, but you know, 
to, the, to fill the mitzvah properly. That's the sheet of the Rashash. The Baltanya held now like that. The Baltanya, the Baltanya writes, if you take a look at the fifth Maramakam, we'll, we'll skip a little bit. You go to the Shulchan Ar Harav, it's in Hilchas Talmud Torah, Perak Aleph, Allah Dalit. So you, you'll see, he, it says like this The Mekubolim have said, and he's referring to the Arizal that, that uh, we saw at least the beginning of, we'll, see, we'll continue with it soon. But he says, the Mekubalim say, Shekol nefesh mi Yisrael, that every single neshama, Tzrich alava b'gugulim rabim, might have to come back to the world many times, Ad shetiskayim kol atarig mitzvahs, until it fulfills all 613, b'maisa, in the dimension of action, dibur, in the dimension of speech, u'machshava, and the dimension of thought. We haven't got to machshava yet, but in terms of speech, the dibur u'machshava, and said the Baal what does it mean speech, and what does it mean thought, we'll see soon, hu limud hilchesehim, is learning the halachas. So the al-derech sha'amru chachamim, kalaisi b'teras chatas, is kilu hikr chatas. In other words, the Baal is learning differently than the Rashash. The Rashash is saying that dibur means every time you do a mitzvah, you have to verbalize what pasuk it's coming from. That's what dibur means. Baal learns not like that. The Baal learns dibur means even when you're not doing the mitzvah, learning the halachist of that mitzvah, that's the dimension of dibur in that mitzvah. So, for example, according to the Balatanya, when you're sitting down and learning, uh, you know, hilchas uh, tzitzis, in the middle of the night, says no, you know, when you're not wearing tzitzis. So the Rashash would say, that's top, you're learning, you're, you're learning, you're fulfilling the mitzvah of learning, but you're not doing anything in, in tzitzis. Said the Balatanya, no, by learning hilchas tzitzis, wherever you are, whenever you are, that is fulfilling the dimension of dibur in mitzvah tzitzis. So that's, uh, again, a subtle machlekes between the Rashash and the Balatanya in terms of what dibur means. But dibur and machshav, we'll see. Yeah, because that's how, that's how the Balatanya learns, huh? So right, that, that would lend itself more to the Balatanya's understanding that... So the, that's from the Arizal. That the fact that the, the Arizal made that dimian. The question is, what does he mean? Does he mean like literally in that main that case, or according to Rishash, it means they have to quote that pasuk when you're doing the mitzvah. That's the diva. Without them, ultimately, you 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 at some point have to do the ma'aser because at some at some point the the ma'aser is going to be the linchpin to sort of bring it into reality. The the you can do the diva at some point, but it's not going to be a check until you do that ma'aser. But in the Rashash, for sure, it's always Bishas uh, Maisa. Yeah. Well, he, he said, Limit uh, Yeah, it's a dimension of the mitzvah. There's a dimension of the mitzvah that's called Debar. So, anyway, so that's what we have so far. Again, Maisa is dimension number one. Okay, or whatever, the, the bottom dimension, so to speak. The, the next one would be Dibor, whatever Dibor means, Rashash versus Baltanya. And then the next is you have Machshava. Okay, now we, we'll have to explain what that means in a second. Uh, let's go back to Marmaka number two. Okay, to the, towards the end of Marmaka number two, Vechin Machshava. So to Machshava is another dimension. And if a person said the Arizal in Shargagulam, if you don't fulfill the mitzvah in those three dimensions of machshava, dibur, uh, uh, yeah, machshava, dibur, ma'aser, ma'aser, dibur, machshava, yizgal galachi yikayim, kol atarik mitzvah, you're going to have to come back until you fulfill them. So in Shargo Gulim, the, the Arizal, again, we'll go to Rashash right now, the Arizal just gave us, he introduced us to three dimensions, ma'aser, uh, dibur, and machshava. Okay? We know what ma'aser is, that's the physical act. Dibur, let's get with the Rashash, saying the Pasuk. What is machshava? We don't know yet. Okay, but it's one of the dimensions. Let's go to Mar number three. The Rizal in Shara Mitzvahs. Okay, in Shara Mitzvahs, now the Rizal introduces us to another two dimensions, altogether five. Over here he says like this Hashoirish Shakol Nishanalov, the dimension, the deepest, highest dimension that everything else ultimately is drawing from. Who is what? Is Shabbasiyas HaMitzvah, is that when you do the mitzvah, Al Yachshav Shi Olav Kemasa is to be is to be when you do the mitzvah and to do the mitzvah not with a sense of like I I can't believe I have to do this let me just get it over with to be to do the mitzvah with chiyas or what's called what the Rashash described 
as reusa deliba, the, the rotsan of the heart, to do it because you want to and you're excited to do it. It's interesting. In Chasidis, for example, one of the big inyanim that Chasidis promotes is what? Is Simcha Shal Mitzvah, to do Avodit Hashem B'Simcha. Haslavas, right? Why? So you could say, I don't know, because otherwise you're not going to be motivated. From, in the Arizal, because that's the high, deepest dimension of the mitzvah. In other words, the, the simcha that you have when you do a mitzvah, that's what we're going to see from the Arizal, is not just a nice thing to have to keep you motivated, keep the fire going. That is its own, that, that's its own dimension in the mitzvah itself. It means there's, there's a side to the mitzvah of tzedakah, which is the physical act, and there's another side to the mitzvah, which is the simcha shabbai. That is, that's how you fulfill the, this deepest element of the mitzvah. So that's what the Rizal says, Shabbat mitzvah. It means that when you do the mitzvah, al yachshav shi'al kamasa, not to think of it as just a burden, umemaher la sir mi'olav, and to try to quickly get it off of your shoulders. Avol yachshav b'sichla, rather said the Rizal, it's interesting, he says, rather you should think, ki'ilu ba'asoysay oysa mitzvah, person should imagine, when you're about to do the mitzvah, is yarviach elof alof din rizav, that you're about to, Gain, uh, you know, 10,000, you know, a million dollars, whatever number is a big deal for you. That, that's the amount of money as if you're going to gain that. And you should push yourself to be besimcha when you do the mitzvah, unlimited. With great desire. As if they're mamish giving you tens of thousands and thousands of dollars, which is interesting because you think. There is a reason, like you talk about money, like that's how, and no, yeah, whatever gets the fire going, whatever, if you talk to someone that's excited by money, then, then use that as the marshal, whatever it is, whatever gets you excited, whatever, in, whatever awakens the ruts in Shebelev, Reusa Deliba, the ruts of the heart, you have to imagine that that's what's happening when you do the mitzvah, and then when you're excited by it, that's, that is how you fulfill this dimension of the mitzvah itself. And this is the meaning, the deeper, the secret of the Pasuk, that it says that all Golas takes place. Why is all Golas happening? Because he didn't serve Hashem B'Simcha. So everyone asks, but I, at least I did the mitzvah, so I didn't do a B'Simcha. The answer is, if you did it without Simcha, then you're missing a dimension of the mitzvah itself. It means on a certain dimension, you did not do the mitzvah. And more than that, the dimension of simcha is the deepest element of the mitzvah. So you might have fulfilled the mitzvah on its more, uh, I say it's superficial, not in a negative way, but on its more chitzanyistika levels, but the deepest primistika level of what the mitzvah is, which is the simcha shabbat, and that's how you engage in that deepest dimension, is through your simcha, you did not fulfill the mitzvah. So in that, in that entire strata of, of, of mitzvahs, you did not do them. So it's ta- that, that's, that's, and that's why Golas happens, because the Rabbanu Shalom needs the mitzvahs to be fulfilled, to be activated in the deepest dimension of what the mitzvahs are, and the way we do that, the ma'isa mitzvah, so to speak, in its deepest element is the simcha shabbat. That's the mitzvah itself. So that's a new dimension that the Rizal introduces. So, so far we have, again, from Shark Gugulim, Maisa Dibor Machshava, and now we have number five, Ratzin Halev, right? The, the, the Simcha of the Mitzvah. We're still missing number four. Said the reason now, or we'll see how the Rashash reorganizes it. Gamba Oisa Mitzvah, said the reason on Shara Mitzvahs. Also in, in Mitzvahs, when a person does a Mitzvah, there's another dimension. So it's not just enough to do it physically. You have to fulfill what Chazal say. To be conscious of the fact that you're doing this mitzvah because Hashem told you to do it. Mitzvah that you should do it because it's a mitzvah, because the Rabbanu told you to do it. And that itself is a certain dimension of the mitzvah. A dimension of the mitzvah is performed through the fact that you're conscious of the fact that this is what Hashem is commanding you to do it, and that's why you're doing it. Um, again, we'll, we'll explain this a little bit soon in a moment. Rosh Hashanah is going to come and really explain it properly. Hamashal business. He gives a mashal. Let's say you get a haircut. So you get a haircut. Don't just get a haircut and make sure your payas aren't cut off. Because by getting a haircut and just making sure your payas aren't cut off, aren't cut off that's fulfilling the most physical, that's the Misa. That's how you're fulfilling the Misa of Leisashchis, 
of not cutting off your pears, making sure that your pears aren't cutting, are being cut off. But you also want to be able to fulfill this other dimension of the mitzvah, which is only fulfilled by being conscious of the fact that I'm making sure my pears aren't being cut off because the Rabbanishal told me to do it. Right? And that, that's how you fulfill the mitzvah in this, in this particular dimension. And a person has to have kavana that you're not destroying your payas, in order to, to be makayim, the mitzvah of your creator, that he commanded you about this, every mitzvah that you have to do, you have to have in mind that you're doing this l'shem shemayim, that you're doing this for the Rabbani Shalom's sake, I'm not just doing this stam because no one around me, everyone around me has payas, I don't want to stick out, no. I'm not cutting off my pace because the Rabbani Shalom doesn't want me to cut off my pace. And that's, that's the mitzvah of pace in a particular dimension. The way you fulfill it in that particular dimension is by having that in mind that you're doing it l'shem shemai. Now, and that, that, the reason continues. Gam kavana gedolim And now there's another element. So, in other, let, let's, let's, let's break it down so far. This, we're going to see in the Rashash, this last kavana that the, that the Arizal just mentioned, which is doing the, having, having kavana, literally having in mind that you're doing this l'shem mitzvah. And you do this because the Rabbani Shalom told you to do it, not just stam, not just because it's cultural, culturally accepted. This is why I'm doing it because Hashem commanded me. The Rashash understands this is the dimension that's called kavana. That's called kavana. So you had... Um, if you go, let's, let's go back to the last line in Marmokka number one, in that letter from Rav Yomani, where he describes and he succinctly brings down the five dimensions that the Rashash categorizes. Let's go through what we have so far. Maisa, that's the physical act. Okay, fine. Dibur, in the Rashash, let's say that's saying the Pasuk that the mitzvah is about, it's coming from. Kavana, what does Kavana mean? Kavana is this last paragraph we just read from Shara Mitzvahs, which is, Ha, being conscious of the fact that I'm doing this l'shem mitzvah, that I'm doing this because Hashem told me to do it, not because uh, it looks good, it makes sense to me. I'm doing this because Hashem told me to do it, and I'm being makabel on myself, you know, to do it because of Hashem. That's kavana. The the fourth dimension is machshava. That we still don't know what machshava means. Okay, and the fifth one is reusa deliba, the desire of the heart. That's the simchashal mitzvah. So the last one that we still have yet to see and to explain is machshava, and that's what we're about to see right now. So again, take a look at the, at the last paragraph of Marmukkah number three. Okay? Gam kavana mikulam, yeah? Another kavana, another dimension of thought that a person should be involved in in the mitzvah, and this is what the Rashash calls machshava, is ki adam, that a person should have in mind. She'ena oisa oisa ha-mitzvah. So again, number one, I already have, I'm, I'm, I already have kavana that I'm not doing this because... I like to do it. I'm doing it because Hashem told me to do it. But there's another aspect. There's a deeper kavana, which is called machshava. Sheina oisa oisa mitzvah that you're not doing the mitzvah keevid hamishamish es rabbi amanas lekabel pras. Is that even if I'm doing it because Hashem told me to do it, but why do I want to listen to God? Well, it could be that I want to listen to God because I get stuff out of it. I'll get olim haba. Maybe I'll get olim haza. If I have if, I, if I'm doing a mitzvah because Hashem told me to do it, but ultimately the reason why I want to listen to God is because I want to get something out of it, that's kavana, but that's not machshava. Machshava means to fulfill the mitzvah not just because Hashem told me to do it. And, the, and besides the fact, the, and the reason why I want to fulfill the mitzvah that Hashem told me to do it is completely for His sake. Because it gives Him nachas ruach, nothing to do with me. Ella, rather, keben, I want to, I'm doing the mitzvah just like a child. It's complete to make Hashem happy. It's not self-motivated. It's not because of my own personal kavana, my personal interest. This is, again, we appreciate this now. When the Mishnah says to do mitzvahs, not for reward, do it l'shem shemaim, that's not alma. That is a certain dimension of the mitzvah itself. And when a person does mitzvahs because of reward that they expect to get from it, you did the ma'isa properly, maybe you did diva properly, maybe you did kavana properly, maybe you even did simcha properly, but machshava not. Because machshava means that my motivation behind this mitzvah is not about me, it's about the Rabbani Shalom. And if a person doesn't have that, then that's an entire dimension of the mitzvah that you did not do. 
and you did not activate the, 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 the action of the mitzvah of that dimension is the, 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 is the altruistic motivation of making Hashem happy, not about you. That's how you perform the mitzvah in that dimension. So says, said the Rizal further, they, now he says an amazing thing, now this is going to be disappointing to some, but he says like this, to truly, truly accomplish this dimension of the mitzvah, to be able to say to you, about yourself that I'm doing this completely the shame shemai. Not, I'm, do, I'm certainly doing this because God told me to do it, that's for sure. But even, even within, that, within that, I'm not doing this, I'm not, I'm not being, being motivated at all for, from personal gain. It's purely to make Hashem happy. This could only be done really when a person that understands Pinimia Satyra. Because when you learn Pinimia Satyra and you begin to realize and to appreciate what's happening in the spiritual world when you do a mitzvah, you could then you then begin to realize that the small little you know good things in this world or even the next that you'll get from the mitzvah pales in comparison to what you're truly doing in terms of allowing God to be manifest, allowing God to be experienced in the world, to fix God's names. All the amazing things that you're doing for the Rabbana Shalom, when you do a mitzvah, when you learn about that stuff, then, it, it, then of course you know that Talmud uh, Torah can and when and when you do certain mitzvahs, it'll bring uh, schools for wealth and schools for parnasa and schools for health, all that stuff. And, and it's still true, but it's nothing compared to what you're really accomplishing in terms of the Oilam HaSalayinam. So when you learn Pneumus HaTorah and you begin to appreciate what's happening when you do a mitzvah, on all these dimensions, on all these dimensions, what's happening in the spiritual realm in terms of the Maisa dimension, and the Deber dimension, and the Kavona dimension, and the Machshava dimension, and the Ratzin Halev dimension, when you begin to realize what, what's going on over there, which comes by learning Pneumus HaTorah, then automatically your, your motivation is going to be drawn to that. And your motivation is going to be pulled away from just the trinkets that you'll get as a result of the mitzvah down here. It's, uh, it's, it's bottled to that. So said that Rizal, in Indian Zemeskayim, to really fulfill this level that's called Machshava, is El Mishaydea Kavanah Satil of HaMitzvah. It's the only person that studies what's really happening and how much, how, how, how high-reaching your effect is and, and how much Nachas the Rabbani Shalom gets in terms of you doing a mitzvah and allowing his presence to, to, to be experienced, you know. Right, listen, this is a, is a big, it's a, that's what Pneus is about, that when a person, when you learn Pneus you realize that when you daven, when you do a mitzvah, w- without you doing that mitzvah, the Rabbana Shlom is kavyachal in prison. The, the Rabbana Shlom is not, is not, his light is not, being mispashed, his light is not coming out, his light is not being able to be experienced, and that causes kivyachal the shechina pain, it causes the shalom pain. And by learning about that, the, 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 the pleasure that you get by realizing how much nachas you're giving the rabbanish shalom, it overwhelms everything else. See, when you don't understand, when you don't learn Pinus Atayra, so of course you know the words that Hashem told you to do a mitzvah, so obviously, you know, he enjoys it when you listen. But okay, the, the, doesn't really resonate. But if I can know why the Rabbana Shalom wanted me to do this, like what's missing in the world if I don't do this mitzvah? And now when I learn Pinus I realize, oh, when I do this mitzvah, now this part of the, the spiritual universe is now being fixed. And now I appreciate why the Rabbana Shalom is so happy. Now that it resonates deeper how much Nachas Ruach I'm giving to God. Huh? Isn't that a, a, a problem? No, that's not pras. This is a, no, because there's a difference. I'll tell you why. Because there's a difference between what's called pras. It's a, it's a sogi by itself. This is, there's a difference between what's called pras and what's called schar. Pras means secondary things that come because of what you did. But the pleasure that a person gets from knowing how um, how powerful what they did is about, that's, that's healthy, that's normal, that's, that's good. Rusa de Liba, we're going to see soon, Rusa de Liba is not even conscious. Rusa de Liba is 
you could be, it could be, you, like, like the result said, you have to maybe trigger it and awaken it by thinking of like funny mashallah and then I'm going to get $10,000, whatever. But ultimately, that should just be a trigger. And what Riyusa Dalibah really means is the subconscious, just the, just the, the, the inexplainable simcha that you have in this act itself. The mashal that I very often give to explain Riyusa Dalibah is the joy that, if you, you know, that, that animals don't get depressed normally, right? Even though if you think about it, like the lion is spending his whole life chasing zebras, and like it never dawned upon him, maybe make a freezer, and you can save some of the meat, and you know, have the time to do uh, other things, you know? And his whole life is chasing zebras. Why is he happy? Because that's the instincts of a lion. That's what, he's doing exactly what he's supposed to be doing. It's not even conscious. Uh, it, it's irrelevant what, what it is. It's chasing a zebra, or by other end, by a moth, it's going into a fire. You know? There's a deep, deep simcha that comes with just doing exactly what you're being drawn to do. Reusa Daliba, it might be triggered by thinking funny mishalim of a million dollars. But really what, what eventually you're trying to unearth within yourself is this instinctual draw to mitzvahs. See, even machshava is not instinctual. It's not instinctual. By learning about Primisatara, appreciating why the Rabbanu Shalom wants us to put on tzitzis, so certainly I'm excited about doing it now, but it's not instinctual. The moth is besimcha going to, a, to light, even though it has no idea why, and it's, it doesn't even think about why. It's, it, it's, huh? it's more conscious. Reusa Daliba is, is it's subconscious. You're allowing the subconscious self of who you are. See, see, here's the Nakuda. Really deep down, we're all a bunch of lions chasing zebras. Why is it that a Yiddish Shamra Shabbos? Like, why do we keep Shabbos? On a conscious level, you could go through the Cheshbonis. You could have Kavana, you could have Nasla Kabbal Pras, you could be Machshavadik, it could be L'Shem Shemaim, Nachas, all that stuff. That's all the conscious self. Reuse the Deliba? Why are you Shamra Shabbos? Because that's what I do. Now it sounds like mitzvahs anashim lamada, right? It sounds like like a person that doesn't even think about what they're doing also would say, "Why do you keep shabbos?" I don't know. I just that's what I do. But by a, but by a yid that's that's deeply connected to rutz and halev to reusa deliba, when he says, "This is what I do," it's like a moth saying, "This is what I do," and it gives me the greatest simcha of being as authentic and as instinctual as possible. The instincts of a yid is to be shamer shabbos. So reusa deliba is really connecting oneself, it's the expression of the subconscious. The expression of, of the subconscious of a Yid that doesn't even know why it's doing mitzvahs, but just this is its mitzvahs. Its mitzvahs is to do mitzvahs. And what does it feel like when you're just following your instincts? Unbelievable simcha. Then you move into the conscious person. Now the conscious person is very sophisticated. The conscious person is now thinking, but why am I doing this? Okay, so now you have all these complicated cheshbonis of motivations, and machshava means to have the motivation of nachas ruch, to give Hashem nachas ruch. But reus delib is deeper than that. Reus delib means, I'm not even thinking about what my motivation is. This is my mitzvah. My reality is Shabbos. That's my reality. I'm not even thinking of why. There is no why. It didn't even, didn't even dawn upon me for a second why. Not because I don't care, but because this is my reality. That's reus delib. So these are the five dimensions. These are the five, in other words, these are the five ways that we fulfill a mitzvah. These are the five acts of a mitzvah. There's the Misa act of, you know, let's say, giving stock of the physical act. There's the Dibor act, which is saying the Pasuk. There's the Kavana act, which is having in mind that I'm doing this because Hashem told me. There's the Machshava act, which is, and I want to do this to give Hashem Nachas Ruach, not for my own personal gain. And then there's Reusa Dalib, which is, I'm doing this because this, this is my Metzias. This is who I am. And those are the five ways in which we perform mitzvahs. And if you miss one of them, it means that there's a certain dimension of the mitzvah that you're not performing. So they all come together. They all, they all come together by the mitzvah, but they're all at different... Uh, they can be done at different times. This is why, you know, when a person is doing hachana for the mitzvah, so the rotsin and the machshav and the kavanah, and then b'shas maisa, you're not, you know, uh, you don't have time, so you're just doing the, the maisa. As long as they're all connected on some level, but uh, these are different, uh, different things. Now take a look at Marmokah number four. This is a, a piece 
of the L'shem Yichud of the Rashash. And now the Rashash is going to break down for us these five dimensions that we've been referencing. And he's going to give us even more depth in terms of what's really happening. Just a little bit of a background. These five dimensions, these five ways in which we perform mitzvahs correspond to the five parts of the Jewish soul. We know that, uh, in, again, in English it's the word soul, right? But in Hebrew, really what the, the, the soul of a Jew, the godly soul of a Jew, is divided into five basic parts, okay? And when you do a mitzvah, this is what we're going to see from Rashash, when you do a mitzvah, each one of these five ways in which you perform a mitzvah is the performance of one of the five dimensions of your neshama, of your soul. So let's break it down. The five parts of the godly soul working from most external to deepest. It's nefesh, ruach, neshama, chaya, yechida. So let's go most external, nefesh. Your nefesh has to fulfill 613. How does your nefesh perform the mitzvah? What dimension is your nefesh active on? Maisa. Your ruach has to perform 613. What, is a, what does the mitzvah mean in terms of the dimension of ruach? That's the dibur. Neshama, that's the kavana. Chaya, that's machshava. Yechida, that's the rotsen and the simcha. So, we're, it's, so now we're getting a little bit more clear in terms of what these dimensions mean. These dimensions, your, your nefesh has hands to perform the mitzvah, and that's the maisa. Your ruach has hands to perform the mitzvah, that's the dibur. Every single part of your neshama, part of your godly soul, is involved in the mitzvah, and each part of your godly soul performs the mitzvah in its dimension. Now, at the same time, the five, these five ways to perform the mitzvah, which are being done by the five parts of your, of your soul, what is accomplished, what's happening when you're doing these mitzvahs? Until now, we've just described what the, the, what the mitzvah is on these five dimensions and what part of you is doing them on these five dimensions. But what are you doing? So the Rashash then deepens it, as we'll see in a second, that what you're doing with each one of these dimensions is that you are, you are, what's the word, rectifying, you are um, allowing one of the five parts of Hashem's divine name to be manifest, to be experienced in the world. In other words, Hashem is unknowable. I mentioned, again, this is a big principle I've mentioned many times in, 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 uh, in many shirim, which is that the Zarek HaDash says about Hashem, that Hashem is sasim v'goli. There's a side of God which is infinite, completely unknowable. But Hashem wants to be known. How is, how is anyone known? The, the, the way in which a person is known to other people is through their name, right? Your name, if you're, if you're alone on a desert island, you don't need a name. Why do you need a name? For other people. When we talk about Hashem's name, Hashem's name means Hashem now moving from unknown to known. The point of mitzvahs is to, Hashem wants, Hashem decided that He doesn't just want to make Himself known by Himself. He wants us to bring him out of that infinite darkness. Hashem wants us to escort him into the known world. The, when you do a mitzvah, what you are doing is making Hashem known. You are creating Hashem's name, so to speak. That's what we learned last week, right? Mitzvah is Yud Kevavke, right? So everything, every time you do a mitzvah, really what you're trying to do is create Hashem's name. You're, 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 in, you're, you're actively involved in bringing Hashem from the part of Himself that's Kivyachal, that's called unknown, infinite, and the Rabbanu Shalom is now being manifest. The Rabbanu Shalom Kivyachal is now moving into the known world, and now your, your soul experiences God, the world experiences God, and the world is that much closer to being, uh, to being illuminated by God's presence. How, how does that work? Well, the answer says, what the Rashash is going to explain to us is that the essential name of Hashem is Yud Kevavke, but really there's five parts to that. There are four letters, but the Yud, which is the first letter, has the Kutzashel Yud, the little apex, the little crown on the top of the Yud. That is considered to be its own category. So altogether, you have five parts of Yud Kevavke. The five parts of your soul and the five parts of a mitzvah that the five parts of your soul are involved in, what they are doing is creating the five parts of God's name, okay? So your nefesh 
is performing the act of tzedakah in, its, in a physical way. And what that's doing is creating the final He of Hashem's name. Your Ruach is performing the mitzvah tzedakah by verbalizing what Pasuk tzedakah is coming from. And that's creating, so to speak, the Vav of Hashem's name. Your Neshama is performing the mitzvah tzedakah in the way of having in mind that I'm doing this because God told me to do it. That's Kavana, right? And that's creating the first He of Hashem's name. Your Chaya is performing the act of tzedakah by being motivated completely to give nachas ruach to the Rabbana Shleilam, and that's creating the yud of Hashem's name, minus the crown. And your yechida is performing the mitzvah tzedakah by just being besimcha and just being instinctual and just being, this is what I am, this is, who I, this is what I'm doing, and that's creating the apex of the yud of Hashem's name. Altogether, yud kevavke, God's now present in your life. That's what a mitzvah is. Take a look at, at Marmok number four. This is from the Siddur Hashash again. This is very much simplified and just, you know, you'll see. L'shem yichud, okay. First he starts off L'shem yichud. And then he says, these are the five, uh, the five dimensions. This, this is what the Rashash, there's, a, there's a, a long L'shem yichud that the Siddur Hashash has in the morning, where it's L'shem yichud that covers the whole day. Where you say, every mitzvah that I'm going to do today, L'shem yichud in the following way, Aidei Maisa Mitzvah, through the physical act, Asher Nasa that I'm physically going to do, Yesaknu, Hey Achreina Dahavaya, the final Hey of Hashem's name should be Mesukan, Nefesh, through my Nefesh. Vaidei Hadibor Shalom Mitzvah, through the words of the Mitzvah, Hahi, Yesaknu, Vav Dahavaya, Ruach. Okay? Aidei Hakavana Shalom Mitzvah, Hahi, Yesaknu, Hey Rishayna Dahavaya, through the Nejama. For Aidei Hamachshava Shalom Mitzvah, Yisuknu Dal. It's a mistake. Hey, Dahavai, it should be the the. I'm sorry, the Yud. I'm sorry, Yisuknu Yud Dahavai, the Yud of of Yudkevavke through the Chaya. Okay, for Aidei Harusa Deliba, and through the Rutzen of the heart, Shalom Mitzvah He Yisuknu Kutsa Shal Yud, the crown of the Yud, Dahavai through the Yichida. V'Yisyachtu Dalad Oisis Havaya, and now all four letters complete. All four letters should be united. V'Yakise Shalem. And now it should be a throne, it should be a conduit. Where the infinite light of God should be manifest into the universe and I should be able to experience who God is, which is ultimately what God wants. And that's why He created the world. He created the world in order for there to be a universe in which we could experience Him. How do we, and Hashem didn't want to just do that on His own. He wanted us to be involved in that process. How do we do that? By performing mitzvahs. And we're completing ourselves in a certain sense, right? You're, you're, you're perfecting your own nefesh ruch neshama chayichida. You're perfecting your own five dimensions by performing these mitzvahs, the six, thirteen parts of who you are. And by doing so, you're creating yourself as a yudkei vavke, really. You're creating the, your, yourself as a conduit for elikos. And that's what's going on when you perform a mitzvah. So, it's a tall order, but uh, this is what it is. This is what Yiddishkeit is. No one ever said it's easy, right? It's against your will you came here, right? Now, now that you're here, this is what you have to do. This is the avoid this. Hashem shut up, but we should be zaychah by saying l'shem yichud. Whether you say it or you just think it, big in yonim. That's the point. Mitzvahs are big in yonim. We should be zaychah to uh, do what we have to do and be a kisef for ain't Okay, shkayach. <laughs>